we're clear for takeoff. can't find nothing like this anywhere in the world it's the kings of the heart my name is Tariq Omari Walton and I am here with the one the only Dr. John Hart my brother how you doing man how you doing I'm uh, doing well man it's great to be here again. oh yeah man man weekend week out we're doing it for the people feeling blessed man I'm so excited about today's topic oh, man, it's a man. Big topic. Yo, big, big topic and it's, it's kind of like a a piggyback on last week's topic it is it know? is so and we're hoping that you can pull a lot from this uh and just give you different ways to kind of picture what's going on in your own life in your own relationship just in case you don't know i am a licensed marriage and family therapist dr john hart is also a licensed marriage and yep. family therapist yep. and we work with couples on a constant basis and this is something that we see often 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 and let me couch let me couch in this area so I've probably done this on the show before. This is a question I often ask couples or clients when they come to see me about infidelity in a relationship. And it's, I want to give you three different scenarios. One, your mate cheats on you, has sex with somebody else, but it means absolutely nothing. It was just sex. It was just biology, desire, passion, caught up in a moment. That's all it was. A one-time thing, done. Is that worse than your mate never having sex with somebody else but actually being emotionally involved and in love with that person and imagine that person when they're with you never had sex with them but their mind is on the other person and are those two worse than finding out that your mate settled for you that your mate might have just settled for you which one is the hardest one to deal with and because people focus so much on the physical infidelity they never really consider the other things you know, well, if they cheat on me, then, you know, it's over. We can't come back from that. But that's not the worst scenario. The one that people always call out, settling. Can you imagine being settled for? Your mate tells you, you know what? Yeah, I'm here, but I got to tell you the truth. I, I just settled for you. That can be the most crushing, heartbreaking thing to hear from somebody that you are truly in love with. Someone that you built a life with. To find out that they actually settled for you. So, today we're going to talk about settling. The difference between settling for somebody and settling for the life that you have created with somebody, that relationship. Settling for the relationship versus settling for the person. Dr. John Hart, please tell the people some of your thoughts about settling in itself. What does it mean to actually settle? Um, you know, when I think about settling, I think about compromise. Mm. Uh, I mean, um, I got to hear this one. Tell me about that. Well, it's like it, it, to me, settling starts with like self-compromising. You have visions, you have values, you have expectations, you have all these things that we all as individuals want to see fulfilled. Mm -hmm. And you're not going to get everything. Let's not as adults let's not play into what we were kind of told as kids that you can have the world right you, you can't necessarily especially when you deal with relationships you can't have it all nope you can't right nope so it's important you know when i think about settling i always talk to my clients around like well what are 
where are your priorities around the important aspects of a relationship of a partner what are things boundaries then there's also boundaries what are the things you tolerate don't tolerate what are the parameters right um we understand that life kicks in and life course is very like complicated but for the most part settling is something we got to be very careful about because i always think about what are the intentions behind the settling are mm-hmm. you settling to be safe so i have clients who yeah, settle because true. it's safe true okay I also have people who settle because it's out of fear. Well, I'm selling because I don't want to in, in the in, in another direction. Like, I don't I don't want to be uh, I don't want to be alone. Right. I don't right? want to. So, so so you're in a you're in a crappy situation, you're in a crappy relationship, but you don't see yourself moving. And so you compromise and say, you know what? This is technically better than being alone. That's fear underneath there. 100 because it's the fear that's guiding. It's the fear that's keeping you paralyzed to now self-compromise on the values that you came up with so what do you do you take that anger out on the partner Mm -hmm. or you start projecting right and of course you're going through your own internal struggles and processes right or neglecting or neglecting projecting and neglecting right exactly that's a good point projecting Mm -hmm. and neglecting and then when you think about like uh when you are settling um for someone who isn't who you wanted or who you desired or who you were technically even after actively Mm -hmm. pursuing right man that that's really rough man because you've now not only compromised yourself you've now compromised the well-being of the other person as well enough because to what because i will say and i'll name this early in in today's episode settling and i named this for my clients Personally and professionally, I want to feel like I'm number one. Mm. And if I hear anything revolving around, well, I settled for you, that is not a booster to my confidence and self-worth. Right. And it's going to manifest in the relationship. So some people can say like, well, that brother's just kind of ego driven. Yeah, you can call it what you want to call it. That's (laughs) fine. Right. I do have an ego. But I I believe, though, that part of self-love and self-respect is knowing that you are someone's first choice. Right. Value. And, 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 That's that value. Your value. Correct. Right. Correct. Because here's the thing, and I'm going to stop and pass it over to you. Here's what scares me about settling for someone um, when you you wanted someone else is now it's going to, it, now it's going to show itself. Right. So if this person was technically number two, subconsciously you will start to treat them over time like a number two. Exactly. Exactly. And I'm going to stop there. 100%. Brother Rick, what do you, what do you, what Man, do you, you think, are, brother? You are so on point with everything you said, particularly around the self-compromise. You know, you're compromising yep. Yep. the things that you want in order to have this thing over here, not recognizing that that thing is not quite as satisfying as what it is that you actually want. Correct. And Correct. There's, there's different areas of our lives we do that all the time, not just relationships. We do that with our careers, you know, and, and take jobs that – we're basically settling for because we have to pay bills yep. and we don't have maybe the skills or the experience to do the things we really want to do. So we kind of just settle into whatever this is for right now until we can get to a better place. So, that, but keep in mind, when you're settling on other things, you're not always locked into them. So whether it's a job and a career, whether it's your car or a house or a neighborhood, you're not, not necessarily locked into that for the rest of your life. You right. can deal with it temporarily and say, okay, I'm going to do what I have to do in order to put myself in a better position to get what I really want. But right yep. now, I'm going to just settle for this. 
I don't really want this 1985, you know, Toyota Corolla. I don't even know if they made Corolla back then, but I don't really want this Toyota Corolla. I can't afford much else right now, so I'll settle for this. And hopefully in time I can get to a place where I'm earning enough money to buy a car that I really, really want. Right. But what ends up happening with that Toyota Corolla that that's nineteen eighty five and here is two thousand twenty one, so you're surprised even on the road. Yeah. What how do you actually treat that car? Correct. Not well. Correct. You know, are you are you washing it on a regular basis? Probably not. <laughs> are you getting oil changed on a regular basis? Probably not. You're not getting in service on a regular basis. Why? Great point. You don't value it the same way. Correct. Why? Because you feel like Correct. you're settling. Correct. You know? And so you do that, but again, you're not locked into it because you know what? Eventually you can buy a new car. Right. You can't do that with relationships. Unfortunately, well, people do it all the time. Let me not say that. People do it all the time <laughs> because divorce is real. Yeah. But that's how, that's the difference between other areas of your life where you can kind of compromise and deal with something short term, recognizing that in the long term, hopefully things will pay off so that you can get something better. In relationships, you can't always do that without there being a major sacrifice and sometimes legal ramifications, you know, divorce court. So it hits a little bit different. And so when I think about what it means to settle within a relationship, whether it's for the relationship or settling on an individual, it's told, it's, it's a little bit different because you know what? You've made the decision and now you feel a certain responsibility to live with it for the rest of your life. Yeah. And imagine yeah. how heavy that burden is that I have this obligation to fulfill this commitment I've made for the rest of my life, even though I have this burning desire for a lot more. And people walk into that situation for so many different reasons. Like you said, fear could be a major thing. Look it, this is what's here right now. I don't know what else is out there. Nothing out there probably can be you know, as good as this or going to be just as bad as this anyway, so why don't I just stick with what I know? You know, yep. so I'm, I'm controlled by fear. That happens constantly. And so you find yourself in this situation where, like you said, you're not just compromising yourself, but you're compromising the other person because yep. that person will never be able to satisfy you or that relationship would never be able to right. satisfy you. So they're going right. to suffer as a result of your own compromising and your own deciding to settle. Yep. You know, so that's yep. what we're talking about when yep. we're talking about settling. You know, yep. when you take something that isn't fully um, fulfilling to you and try to make a way with it, but always have the desire for more. Right? Yep. And so that's yep. that's that's what settling is. And so as a person who is, you know, desiring of more in life and you feel like you're stuck for whatever reason, like Dr. John said, how do you, how is that gonna reflect on the way that you interact with that person that you're settling with? It's not gonna be good. It's no, not gonna it's be not. pretty. It's gonna be painful. For that person, it's going to be painful for you. But what do you do? What do you do? What do you do when you find yourself in that situation, Dr. John? What do you do when you find yourself in a place where you recognize, or let me not even say what do you do. What do your clients or how do your clients typically handle that situation when they recognize that they are settling in their own relationship? Uh, When I've worked with clients who are struggling in these similar situations it's it's pretty scary uh to be honest with the audience because uh right you, our our audience always hears me talk about congruence and sometimes uh people fight to be congruent 
in in these kind of situations, but it doesn't end up well. Let me let me come at it from this standpoint, because like when you were talking, my wife and I talk about this all the time. I think a really good I know I know I'm not a business or economics major, but I think a really good uh, theory around this is that sunk cost fallacy. Oh, I think it's a that? really <laughs> great. Is, hold on, say that yeah. again. Say that one more it's time. Sunk. It's a sunk cost fallacy. OK, yeah, right? break that one down. Yeah, sunk so, cost fallacy. Well, well, you kind of uh, you kind of alluded to it, but it's just in economic terms, okay. right? So, uh, these this it's pretty much a theory that pretty much says when we are in a situation that it is not ideal for us, right? Mm-hmm. So let's say a la settling, you're in a relationship in which you're like, you know what, this is not technically the person I see myself marrying, right? But you know, let's date, let's have fun or whatever, and it goes on and on and on. So it goes on for like five to seven years, right? Right. Sunk cost fallacy says that, well, the reason why they get stuck the longer you stay in these situations is because of the theory. And it says you start to hear the person say, like, well, I've already put in a lot of time and, and mm. effort and money into mm-hmm. this. Like, I just want to see it through or I, I don't want. Right. That's what it is. That, like, that investment like, like, is some kind of emotional exactly. investment. Right. Right. You've invested so much that you either will tell yourself, I need to see this through. So you start acting in very inappropriate ways. You start forcing people to now be your number one. Right. You start trying to be like, well, I need you to dress this way. But that, but they're not your number one. You're making them feel even more insecure. Right. But but you're not going to move on. That's why I push my client. So why won't you end it? Well, come on, Doc. I, I, I've been in this for about 10 years. That's your problem. <laughs> That's that's like like because think about it. You're you now because what else is left other than to now take the anxieties because right you want to get married right you want to get married but you're like but I don't want to here we go again remember what I said but I don't want to be single again because uh uh, uh you know because I'm fearful okay I hear that mm-hmm. but but you've been in a relationship for ten years this isn't your number one you even have told me you don't see yourself marrying them so why don't you end it out of respect for you and the other person right well I put in so much time we've had a lot of like memories and here we go too not to make it a bad thing. We sometimes we even have kids together and I see now you have to start revising yeah. and trying to put that square in a circle that that square peg in a circle hole. And it doesn't make sense. Yeah. So some cost fallacy even plays to your like car situation, bro. Like the car isn't doing well. It wasn't your first choice. You didn't put so much money into it. Mm-hmm. And you're like, well, let me keep going. Right. Yes. Yes. See? Exactly. Does it make sense now? Exactly. Brother? Exactly. So that is selling it, settling. Yeah. Like, right. Does that make sense? So I hope I, I wanted to give those examples because I know it sounds so, so esoteric or whatever, like some cause fallacy. But now I hope the audience gets it. Yeah. Y'all didn't hurt people. We all know people who do that. Why don't you leave them? Well, you know, we put in all this time together. That's some cause fallacy. OK, they're caught okay. up in giving all this time, all this resources. It, it, it will be a black stain on me and my heart. And it would make me look bad if I just give up. Yeah. Well, it ain't helping if it continues either. Right. See? Take some notes. I hope, you, I hope you guys are out there taking notes. Write that down. Sunk cost fallacy. Yep. All right. Write that down. Do a little bit more research. And if you see that happening in your life, you know that you might need to go in a different direction. Correct. All right. Correct. <laughs> Check that I out. I mean, but, but, but Brother Reed, but do you, I mean, what are your thoughts me bringing that up? That, can you see where the settling plays oh, with the sunk cost yeah, fallacy? Yeah, 100%. I see that 100% because we get in our mind. I bring this up and I think I just had a, a conversation with a client about this earlier. 
you get so caught up in the time that you put in, the investment that you've made, right. that you don't think about, you know, is it's this really paying well. off for me? Is yeah. this really paying off for me? It's not going You know, well. let me let me just keep, you know, yeah, I know my business is failing, but you know what? Let me just keep putting money into putting it. Money you know, into I'm not it. doing anything different. I'm not buying new advertising or anything. I'm not marketing it differently, but go. I'm just keep putting money into it and hopefully it'll work out. Nah, you're just making it sustained. You know, at this point, you're actually just doing time. You know, you're not making time. You're not creating anything with your time. You're just doing time. You know, you go. is that how you want to live your life? No. no. <laughs> you don't want to live your life on that level where you just feel like you're just doing time. I'm just here. You know, okay, I can make it another 20 years. You know, I can make it another 40 years. Yeah, I, c- <laughs> I could do it. You know, yeah, I mean, if it's going to make her happy, you know, if it's going to settle her down, yeah, I'll just, I'll just do it. You know, if it's going to make him happy, yeah, sure, I'll just, I'll just stick around, you know, well, at least until the kids, you know, are grown. And then, you know, maybe I'll make another decision then. But, you know, I, 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 can, I, can, just, I can just ride it out. See? Word? That's it. That's how That's you want to live? You want to live your life? That's it. Is that, what a, is that what makes a healthy relationship, riding it out? Well, it's peaceful. It's quiet because, you know, I'm here and, you know, she doesn't have to say anything or he doesn't have to say anything. I'm here. But there's nothing, there's no substance to your relationship. You're not investing any any passion, any romance, any genuine interest into your relationship. Yep. You're yep. basically just a body in a house. You're living like roommates and there's no sense of, of deep care there. So then you come see us trying to figure out, okay, well, how can we make this work? Yo, you're not truly emotionally invested in your relationship. Why? Because you're just doing time. Thank you. You're not invested Thank in you. this. I can Thank see you. it in your eyes. You don't really want to be here. Yes. You know? We well, see I, that Well, sometimes. I love the person. Well, yeah, we're not saying that you settle for the person. <laughs> right. You know, the person is fantastic. We recognize that. But you're settling for the relationship. You settle for the life that you guys have made for a number of different reasons. You know, it could be a number of different reasons. But the fact of the matter is that's where you are right now. And so how do you now you have to make a decision? Am I going to continue just doing time? Am I going to look at this relationship differently and approach it differently? Or am I going to leave? You know, there's not a lot of gray area there. Yeah. Because you have to be, you know, really true to where you are. And that's the part about it, too. A lot of folks aren't truly authentic with themselves, not emotionally authentic with themselves about where they are in this place because they don't want to admit it because the moment that they admit it, the moment it comes either into their mind or out their mouth. I know. They got to do something about it. I know. Now they feel like they have to do something about it. Well you know, said. and so they don't even want to think about it. You see, you ask these questions, you know, these probing questions that really make people think, and you want them to be, you know, transparent. And so you're asking these questions, and you see they just see them just sitting there thinking, like, how am I going to get out of this? Because if I say the right, if I say my truth, then I'm going to be forced to do something about it. But I don't want to say my truth because I want to play it safe. It's Correct. safer not to not Correct. to not to say it. I, it's just you know, it's easier just to sit here. So I'll compartment, I can compartmentalize and keep things locked in and just be here and not really feel anything. Yep. You know? Yeah, that's well said. I mean, that's that's what I meant. Yeah. So, you know, when you think about those people who talk about how they're not really emotional, you know, I'm not really an emotional person. Is it really that you're not emotional or you're just not invested in the relationship? You don't have any positive emotions to really share with your mate. And so you choose to just not be connected or share emotions at all because there's nothing there. You know, do you, how often do you see that with your clients? How often do you have people who come to you who are like, you know, well, you know, well, you know, I, I don't really talk about my emotions. I really don't feel anything. Is that true? No, uh, it, it, it's it's they have developed 
um, over time uh, using schemas from their family of origin. Oh, yeah. um, they've also have gone through some relational, some form of relational trauma where they have now built defenses around vulnerability and expressing themselves. Right. And so what ends up happening is the brain starts reorganizing itself around these defenses to for us to now start communicating like hey you know what like yeah i'm not really an emotional person but they are right you know you know the irony behind the people who say they're not emotional what's that that in my opinion in my clinical opinion this is me i find them to be one of the most emotionally reactive uh folks yeah oh yeah yeah like if you if you really push them they are actually one of the most emotionally reactive people. So reactive. always, reactive. always, yeah, always be mindful whenever you hear people like, well, I don't show my emotions around them. Because what they're doing, to Brother Reek's point, is whether in a relationship or not, they're not allowing themselves to be invested. And we could be invested. We our, our investment in relationships is based off of many motivations. But what we're talking about here today is, as it relates to it, is when you feel like you are settling, you are going to sometimes intentionally and unintentionally not allow yourself to be vulnerable because why you've you've told yourself your body your heart your mind your spirit this ain't the one right does that right. make sense yes 100 you are trying to hold back your truth you're thank hi- you you're hiding thank from you. your own truth because you know again there are consequences for you actually you. living your truth or speaking your truth so what ends up happening you that that line begins to break. That fence, yep. that, that 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 crack in the wall starts to show up. How? Infidelity. Yeah. Because yeah. you know what? You you're not emotionally yeah. invested here. You're looking for that excitement. You're looking for that passion. You're looking for that romance. It's not at home for you. So you go find it somewhere else. Well, yeah. That's <laughs> what I always tell my couples. I tell I, every single couple I have, and ever since I started as an MFT, I always have to let them know like. It's scary being in a relationship because both parties have needs. And I always tell them as human beings, when we are not getting our needs met, there's something or someone out there who will. Right. Exactly. Exactly. That's the that's the harsh reality. Yeah. of, And it has nothing to do with love. No, not at all. Not at all. Right. It has not nothing to do with love. Mm-hmm. But that but that's the part about the settling. That's why I that's why I work with clients to say you're playing yourself. <laughs> If you've settled, no, you are now about to create far more harm. Right. You are. Right. And, so, and it goes to our earlier points. It's like being being honest and going about it in ways where it's like, hey, you know what? I'm not as invested. I have figured out, sadly, um, I just need to tell you that, like, my heart is elsewhere. But it, I mean, it, those are hard, right. very scary conversations. But if we don't have those, man, like Brother Reek said, man, cheating, man, this is sometimes how it starts. Yeah. Yeah. Cause you have you have to you want to feel something. If Correct. you're coming to us saying that I don't feel anything, well, it's probably because you're not investing anything to feel. So you go out there and you look for something to feel. You know, and, and it's so funny when you talk to, you know, people who have actually um been the people who are cheating, who are, you know, the one who has led the infidelity, you know, you hear them talk about it's so and it's 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 scary sometimes you hear them talk about the person they cheated with and it's almost like they're trying to hold back a smile because there's a certain level of i mean they're they're there in front of their mate and they don't want to show that they're you know um you know still holding on to anything for the other person but there's something about that interaction is transactional you got something out of that that felt really good 
Yeah. You know, and it's yeah. something that you feel like you are not getting at home for whatever reason, whether your mate is just not fulfilling it for you or you haven't communicated to your mate clearly what your needs are and never given the chance to meet them or just not confident that they could ever meet them anyway. But there's something that you got out of that other situation that was quite satisfying, quite fulfilling, and it excites you. Yeah. And so that's that, that's why you did it. That's why you did it. But you're yeah. doing it. One of the reasons why you're doing it is not just because you're a bad person, but you're truly unfulfilled in the relationship that you have. It's something that yeah. you settled for. And here it is. Time has gone by. And now in order to gain some sort of feeling, you stepped out. Yeah. And now you're facing the consequences of it. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's and and also um, when you were talking, I'm also thinking about like has settling been viewed differently, right? So mm-hmm. you know how we've talked on many episodes how a lot of folks are like, oh, I want to be like my parents or my oh. grandparents <laughs> and stuff, and it's like what what y'all, what people end up finding out way down the line is like there was some form of settling that happened um, that your, your you mama's know, doing time, yeah, like it, it's 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 there, whereas. Um, was that part of the cultural norm mm-hmm. in, in society where, hey, you just stick it out. You right. do your time. Right. You signed up for this, right? right? Exactly. Ver- versus now, I-, I think there's a lot more liberation. There's a lot yeah. more push for people to seek happiness. Less, less dependency on other people and you can actually right. go out there and live your life without feeling like, right. you know, you're going to lose everything that you have. Yeah. Right, right. And and so, like, I'm I'm, I'm also, you know, for, for our listeners, too, just thinking about, like, settling will look different for everyone, um, I'll even go out to say is like I think there's nothing wrong even in a relationship if both parties have mutually agreed to settle. Mm-hmm. I don't think there's nothing mm-hmm. wrong with that because I think every couple has a right to organize their relationship the way they want. True. So, so I, the reason why I say this is because I don't want any of our listeners being like, well, what if they both agree? Well, you're hearing me say that's great right. because that's a healthy way to go about it because it is both mutual right and it was openly discussed in the boundaries because it comes with all kinds of boundaries Mm -hmm. and stuff but when people are secretly one person is secretly settling yes and then now it's manifesting in unhealthy ways now we have a problem right exactly and one of the things that i find that people even get themselves in that situation in the first place is because now they're only guided by fear they're also guided by guilt you know, you're with someone and for you, like you said earlier, you could be with somebody and you're just having a good time. You never have the intentions of being with this person long term, but you have fun. You're sticking it out. It's cool. But the other person wants more. The person wants to be in a serious relationship and they pressure you. Hey, you know, if you want if you want to be with me, then you got to be with me. You got to make this commitment. You know, or we got to get married or whatever. You know, so for a lot of people, the reason why they even find themselves in that situation is because. They feel guilty if they make any other decisions. They don't want to break up with a person. They don't want to, you know, just leave the person hanging. They don't want to hurt that person's feelings. And so in order to save the other person's feelings, they stick around. But is that fair to you? And is that really fair to them? Because like Dr. John said earlier, you're setting things up to just be worse along the way. Right now, it feels like the right thing to do because, again, obligation, guilt, whatever. It feels like the right thing to do in the moment. But you're not thinking right. about the long-term impacts right. of you settling and how right. it's going right. to not just affect your your mate. What about your kids? Yeah, you bring kids into the picture. How's yeah, it going to look for them when they watch you and you're they're observing you? Remember, you're models for your children. They're observing your interaction. They realize, yo, 
mom and dad never kiss. Mom and dad never touch. Mom and dad are always arguing. Why? Because one person really doesn't really want to even be there. And never has. But we're too afraid to admit that up front and make a decision that would actually leave you both in a better place in the long term. Right. Well said. You well know? said. Well said. That's, I, I, I literally have said that <laughs> in so many sessions over the years. Right. Very well said. Right. And and, and it's and, and and why? Because let's let's go back and name it again, is because when you're when we're going through fear, we're usually fear here you know the crazy thing about fear is you can you fear keeps you trapped in the moment Mm -hmm. because you're speculating about bad things happening in the future yeah yeah right and so what you just shared really highlights that that's why i named the fear because it's like wow you know it's all kinds of things that you you're just speculating yeah it it hasn't happened yep yeah but now you're paralyzed and then in order okay so so when you're emotionally paralyzed anxiety comes with it mm-hmm. so one of the ways that we deal with the anxiety from the emotional paralysis is to is to double down in the settling mm. that goes back to the sunk cost mm. fallacy well you know what i wanted someone who wears blazers all the time so now i'm about to force this person to wear blazers <laughs> all the time <laughs> right but the right. person doesn't want to wear like you see what i mean like right. because why don't you, you change your hair you know Thank why don't you. you lose weight you know what yeah you start throwing all Thank those things. You see, you know, I, I, I wish you, I wish you had, you know, a richer complexion. You're, you're not dark enough. <laughs> you know, all those things. Oh, very harmful things yes. start coming yes. out. Yeah. Abusive. It's abusive. Yeah. It's actually yeah. abusive. You know, it's yeah, emotionally man. abusive. And so, you yeah. know, you because, like you said, you're doubling down. Well, if I'm gonna be here, I'm going to turn them into who I want. But you know what? That's not who they are. And it's again, it's not being fair to them. You're creating new expectations for them based off of the fact that you're too afraid to make the decisions. You need to be happy. Yeah. So you're going to make them miserable in an effort to try to create more happiness in you. But you're never going to be happy because you're never going to be satisfied because you don't really want to be there in the first place. Yeah. No, I think that's a great point. Real real quick, Brother Rick, I have a question because I think for our listeners, what's the difference between settling and accepting? Oh, oh, good one, Dr. John. That's a good it, one. It, it just hit me. Oh, I like that. I like that. Settling is when you are aware, to me, when you're aware that this is something that you truly don't want. Right. Accepting is when you can look at somebody and say, you know what, I do want this. And there are parts of this that aren't, you know, perfect, don't don't match Correct. exactly, exactly what I want. Correct. But you know what, that does not outweigh who they are to me. Correct. You know? Well said. So it's, it's I just, the, it's I just the wanted weight. to put that's it's great. I, I yeah. just wanted to put that out there, right? Yeah. It's fair because I don't want our listeners to conflate the two. Yeah. You know, sometimes Good we point. conflate the Good two. Point. Right. And so I had to ask, like, what's the difference between settling versus accepting? Yeah. Yeah. You know, and I think you described it very, very well. I, I that was exactly how I was thinking about it as well. And you can in 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 in, in your uh dis, in in you distinguishing the two. I hope our listeners can hear the difference. Mm-hmm. There was a true difference in how you distinguish the two. Yeah. Right. It's that weight. Like, you know, which side correct. are you putting it or which side is more, is, is more emotionally heavy. It's not just about, you know, you processing in your brain and saying, okay, well, okay, this is what I'm going to do. No. Which one feels more emotionally heavy when you're with somebody and it doesn't really feel like, you know, you're supposed to be there and you keep trying to change them to match what you want or, when you recognize that you do really want to be here, yep. even though it doesn't fit perfectly, you know, the weight is on 
do you wanting to be there versus not wanting to be there? Yeah. You know? Yeah. What do yeah. you think? What do you, I mean? What do you, how do you, no, how do you look I, at it? I, I, I think the only thing to add to, though, is um, when, when you broke it down so well and distinguished the two so well, the, the other thing that gets me about settling, and, and some people may disagree, and that's fine, but the reason why settling scares me as well is because settling uh, kind of provides this whole notion of like there's no things have been put into place mentally for the person who is settling right. that there's no point. There's a point of no return anymore. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Uh, uh, here's what I mean. It's like saying if you marry, if you marry or end up being with your second choice, that's it. Mm-hmm. Right. It's it's and, and 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 when I say that's it, it's 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 that your mind has attached that numerical value to the this person yeah. is not my number one. Right. Right. And because of that, they will because some people are like, well, people can like move up and motor. No, that's why side pieces usually don't work. <laughs> I'm sorry. People can disagree. But I no, that's right my, pers- that's right my that personal right. and that's my personal thing. And that, that's to me because. But even with side pieces, I always joke. I tell my wife all the time. I was like, I always say like uh, jokingly, but I'm serious. I'm like, do you know why side pieces don't work? No matter what their gender sex is, side pieces don't work because inherently deep down, not only do we as humans want connection, we want to be number one Mm -hmm. in that relationship. So people will play the side piece temporarily. They play the game. They're playing chess. Right. But what do side pieces start doing? They start causing problems because they, they want, want to move up to number one. Right. Exactly. You see how that works? Exactly. People didn't, see, people for people who love shows like Game of Thrones or whatever, the reason why that's because people want to be number one. Mm-hmm. That show was about, man, I will take you out. My brother, my cousin, <laughs> I'll ship you to Siberia or whatever. Right. And people will do whatever it takes to be number one. Yeah. Who, holds the, who holds the throne? Right. Right? You want to so feel valued these, over everybody else. Right. So who wants to, if that is, in my opinion, I want to be clear here, and it's my it's my clinical and, and personal opinion. So if I truly believe that people want to be number one, do you, can you imagine how hurtful it is when you get the sense that you're not number one? Oh, yes. And that's why, See? and that's why infidelity hurts so much. Correct. Because you, you know, you feel like you're, you've been downgraded. You know, you thought that you were the person's all, and all of a sudden you're with somebody else. And now it appears like, you, oh, you really aren't. You're not number one anymore. Not not emotionally, not physically. You're not number and, one. And it crushes you. That's yeah. why infidelity sucks. Yeah. Even emotional infidelity, right? Yeah. So this whole notion about settling is very dangerous, guys. Like whether you're doing it for yourself, whether you're doing it for the sake of I hear all the time for the kids. Like that, that's that's one of my uh, uh um noble truths is if you if you feel like you're in a position right now where you're selling, please immediately go to therapy because there's so much to unpack there. Oh, yeah. There's so much because um, another noble truth is figure out emotionally what's what's keeping you in that stuck place around the settling. Is it fear? Yeah. Is it comfort? Comfort's the other thing you heard us say. Like, and and the other thing too is, as as hard as it will be, start having open and honest conversations with your partner mm-hmm. about what's truly going on because it's so deceiving. Yeah. It's very deceiving. People. To, to, for someone to believe that they are number one and deep down you don't feel that or to Brother Reek's point you're not investing mm-hmm. that really hurts yeah. I mean so those are my three noble right. truths right there it hurts, it hurts more than had you gotten out of it at the beginning thank you, you thank know? you thank you have that kind of foresight and recognize if I go down this pathway it's going to lead to a lot more harm than if I step yeah. away right now you, yes. th- you think you're saving them in the moment you're not saving them you're just postponing the inevitable 
Yo. You know, you're postponing it. But my yeah. noble truth is, and I want to kind of bring this back to why this is connected to our conversation from last week. Because for those people who are really finding that they've settled in a relationship or settled for their mate, that you don't have to be attached to what you have has been deemed acceptable relationships. You yeah. can define, you can redefine if you if you don't want to leave your your current relationship, but you're not satisfied, then you can have a conversation with your mate and figure out is there a way to redefine what this relationship looks like so that both of us are finding fulfillment there. Great point. Great point. It doesn't have to Great be point. just one thing, this idea that you thought it was all this time. It's the deception that gets you in trouble each and every That's time. So be upfront. Be transparent. Yep. Look it. This isn't fulfilling me in the way that I want. There are certain areas that's not, you know, catastrophized. There are certain right. areas where this is everything that I want, but there are other areas where I'm just not feeling fulfilled. How can we redefine this relationship where I feel more fulfilled and now we are both getting what we want out of this relationship? You don't have to be stuck in this this one idea of what it means to be in a relationship. So that's a great point. That's that's great that's point. that's my 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 thing here. Look, we're gonna have to wrap this up. And unfortunately, we didn't have a chance to really get too deep into, um, you know, the diff. Well, the the difference between settling for somebody and settling for the relationship. Nor did we have the opportunity to talk about what about when you're on the other side of it. And you're oh. the person who are who is suffering from being settled That's for. A boy. You know, we didn't That's have a chance, a to, so we still have to. We have to continue this conversation. We're gonna yeah, hundred percent. There's a lot more that goes into this. Then I think we realized when we first. Yeah, I mean, up. for real, for real, we didn't know. Uh, but hopefully you enjoyed this. Hopefully there's a lot that you took from this conversation. If you have any questions, any thoughts, any yes. comments, please hit us up, hit us up yeah. at two four zero two three two six five zero five. Again, that's 240-232-6505. Leave a message. We will answer your questions on air. You can always also go to our website, kingsoftheheart.com. Yeah, Send us an email. You know, if you have any comments or questions, yeah. just hit us up. There's so many different ways to reach us. Dr. John, what are some other ways that the people can hit you up? Uh, you can feel free to, you know, um, hit me up. I'm at Vera Institute of Justice, doing some great work there. Yes, you are. Um, you know, the Vera.org. director. Check, check yeah, you know, doing some big things. Um, you can also find me at rccmaryland.com, uh, doing a lot of great clinical work. Um, and again, hit, uh, come show some love and hit us up on kingsoftheheart.com. Yeah, Brother Rick, where, 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 where can we find you? Well, you know, you can always find me at kingsoftheheart.com. You can also go to tarikomariwalton.com or to find out more about my private practice, InsightMFT.com. That's there where you can go. find more about me. You can also hit us up on the different social media sites. We're all over the place there, too, as either Kings of the Heart, as John Hart, as Tyreek Omari Walton. You can find us there as well. Also, you can find this podcast streaming on all your favorite platforms. Yes. We are worldwide. Yeah, man. But anyway, Dr. John, it's been great to see you today, brother. Man, as always, same here, brother. Yeah, man. You have a great week. And for our listeners, you guys have a great week, too. We'll catch up with you again later. Take care, y'all.